Hi, and welcome to the first ever TG Buckpool podcast. My name is Charlie Bronner. My name is Jeff Mobiak. And welcome. We're glad to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Um, the first note that I have down here, Jeff, is why are we doing this podcast? Well, I think we both agreed that the podcast would be a better communication tool for all the guys, for the guys that are into this. Um, there's a lot of hunting podcasts out there already. I figured it'd be kind of cool for guys that will ride into work on a Monday morning. Well, let's listen to the podcast and see if there's any updates on the buck pool. So it's kind of fun. I don't want to make any promises that it's going to be every Monday morning. Right. And yeah, well, we have to actually harvest some animals first. <laughs> so it takes a good month to get into that. Instead of last year when we were doing the weekly updates on Tuesdays, I think this will replace that with a lot of the same information. Yeah. Um, standing updates hopefully we can get some other hunters in here to interview i know we said casey lee joyce is yeah casey's quite the express some interest in it i, I think it'd be kind of neat to have the guy come in and actually tell the story and actually telling what happened with it what he does some of his tricks tricks of the trade for sure so somebody get out there this weekend and get a buck so we can have you on next week yeah and find out what it's like to harvest a deer on opening, on opening day, day. I've never done that before. Speaking of which, another reminder to everybody, it actually does start Saturday. I have to go get my tag yet. I'm sure a lot of us do. We'll just start this conversation right now. As you know, I'm not a bow hunter. I wish I was, but I'm not. So I have to wait two more months. Well, brings up a good point. Another real exciting thing that happened this week, speaking of not being a bow hunter, if you're not a bow hunter, and with all the prizes, with all this pool that happens, throughout the year. We actually have a vendor that donated a brand new Matthews VX3 bow, $1,200 value. His name is Camden Whitaker out of Michael Sales. Unbelievable what some of these vendors are donating. Um, I'm probably gonna, It's probably going to be a grand prize raffle at the end of the year. I got to talk to him about how he wants us to, to raffle that off, but I, I was just floored that somebody would actually do that for us for this pool this year. So this pool is really going to be pretty cool. I'll just put out there, I said it to you already, if um, if I don't win, which odds are I'm not going to, I will buy the used bow of whoever wins. So I'm just going to put that out there now. I'm in the market. Sounds good. Me too. So speaking of people in the pool right now, we just looked it up about three minutes ago. It looks like we have 139 people signed up, which is already 25 more than last year. I did some quick math on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to put that in perspective, that's about 20% of the company just signed up for this buck pool. And I know the leadership of the company is just floored that that many people want to get together and do something like this, especially now that this is going to a charity. Yeah, um, that's... It's a pretty cool thing. I felt like we should do something, seeing that the numbers that are growing every year, I think we kind of need to help out with stuff. And I know we didn't really put a vote out there, but I personally picked a charity. It's called Hunt of a Lifetime. You can go look it up at huntofalifetime.org. And it's a nonprofit organization with a mission to grant hunting and fishing dreams for children on age 21 and under who have been diagnosed with a life-threatening illness or life-threatening disabilities. So it's kind of like a Make-A-Wish Foundation, but for hunting. I thought that was pretty cool. So if you guys go on that website, it's uh, pretty heartwarming to hear some of the stories with some of the stuff that this organization is doing. So it's pretty special. I thought it'd be kind of neat. So right now we're pushing $1,500 to go towards that. And I talked to the lady that runs this, and she is just floored. That so. is a really cool yeah. idea. Yeah. 
So the deadline to enter the pool is, I believe, 11.59 p.m. on Friday night. So we have the, the link out there on tgbuckpool.com. If you're a Tweak Aaron employee, you have not signed up yet for the pool, go to tgbuckpool.com, click the link to sign up. Still plenty of time, two and a half days. Yeah, um, it's real easy to do. I can't stress enough that as far as me sending emails and stuff, it's just easier if everybody gets the habit of checking that every, you know, every other day just to go check it out. Um, to enter, it's $20 to enter. Ten of it's going to go towards the winning, the 70% for first place, 20 for second, and 10% for third. And the other half is going towards that charity I was speaking about earlier. Um, and then we got prizes donated by vendors. Uh, they range from cameras, range finders, gift cards, tools, coolers, a brand new bow, Matthew's bow. Um, there's all sorts of stuff, a, bu- a bunch of gift cards, which is awesome. The minimum gift card right now is $50, so I would not turn that down. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, anything else about the rules this year? I know we got a few more things coming up about scoring, but aside from the scoring, anything else in the rules that you can think of that changed this year? From No, for some of you newer guys, new, newer entries this year, it's – it's, it's kind of a unique pool where a lot of buck pools will just score just your spread and the points and stuff like that. This is actually getting somebody to score your deer like a gross measurement to see what the actual total inches are. And another thing that's unique about it is you can get multiple deer a year and actually enter it into the contest, and the biggest one would be the one that counts. So, like, for an example, if I go hunting opening weekend, I get a 140-inch buck this weekend here. I actually have a trip planned in a month to go to Minnesota. If I get one out there with the bow and it's 150 inches, that one's going to count. If I go back here in Wisconsin, shoot one that's 160, that 160 inch is going to be the one that counts. So it's kind of makes it fun if, for the guys that actually would like to go around the Midwest and hunt. So, But just for clarification, not all three count. So no, you can't take one. all three spots at the top three. Your best buck counts yeah. and that's it. That was a rule we changed after the first year. After it's actually that, that was happening, people could have won the top two spots and a lot of people felt that wasn't fair. So there's a lot of guys that do take this a lot more seriously than your opening day gun hunter and then they don't go to the bars for the rest of the deer hunt, you know. So I don't know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's not you, Charlie. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about Sean Thomas. Let's make it clear. Yeah. Sean's the one who took top three. He could have. <laughs> uh, so season dates, we've got, uh, like we said, it starts this Saturday. And if, you, if you're if you big on the Wisconsin hunting regulations, if you look this up, we're actually going through the, the final day is January 8th. There is some kind of like metro subzone, something that continues through the rest of January. We are not counting that this Pool right. starts this Saturday, the 17th, yep. and ends January 8th. And that goes for any other state. If you go somewhere else, that the end date is going to be that January 8th. It doesn't matter if you're in Idaho. I'm not even sure what the other states' dates are, but it's just going to be that schedule for Wisconsin. So, And then we did – we might as well jump into scoring right from here. In years past, when we had a lot fewer people, you did all the scoring yourself to make it even – Yep. To make sure it was the same method for every deer. Mm-hmm. That has become way too much work for you. So now we looked up and we put links on the website. And you can, again, tgbuckpool.com, go out and find this. Links to find official Pope and Young and Boone and Crockett scoring. They come and do it for free. You reach out to them. That's why they have a website where you can contact them and get an official score done. 
So you don't have to have your deer scored by January 8th because we're, we're then giving you time to get your deer scored. I believe we said the, the contest will close officially on January 22nd. Yes. So if you don't have a scoring by January 22nd, that's the end of it. Yeah, and I, I kind of want to stress, too, it's not like I don't want to score because it is a lot of fun scoring. And actually, I will, if I have time, call me, and I can come and score it. If it's There's a lot of deer out there that you all know that probably won't make the Boone and Crockett books. But it's just easier for the guys. I'm from the Luxembourg area, which is eastern Wisconsin. There's guys out in Tomahawk, central Wisconsin. I was making trips back and forth to their job sites and, and the trailers of scoring their deer, which is a lot of fun. But it just makes it easier if we can get an official score, even for around here. But I will gladly take a phone call and come have a beer or two or three and score it that night if I can. So don't feel like you don't reach, don't reach out to me because I still want to get those phone calls. So... Yeah, that's that's the biggest change for me this year. That's going to help out. And we might as well just get it officially scored to make it more exciting for you to get it in the books. I agree. Yeah. So what's next with this podcast? We've run down our agenda pretty quickly. What are we? Uh, what's our plan for next week when the season's officially started? Well, I think we can get into different hunting stories. We can get into guys' ideas of what they're – best tactics are of, of harvesting an animal. Um, we're going to get guys to come in and maybe have some conversations that make this a little more interesting. You know, I think the biggest thing is everybody get out in their stands, get out there hunting this weekend if you can, bring some mosquito spray. It's supposed to be really warm, but that's the next step. We'll just keep giving the updates. The raffle prizes will be exciting to listen to. We'll, um, I think what are we going to do this year for raffles? Are we going to do an electronic polling system? I know in the past I've, I've actually grabbed paper names out of a cup and gotten a lot of shit for that too like oh it's rigged and all that stuff but i think charlie's got a method here where it's like a spinning wheel like the wheel of fortune we'll put everybody's name on that and we'll probably have that videoed and live to see who's going to actually win this year it'll just make it cleaner what do you think we'll do it live on the podcast so we can butcher people's names and not know who or where they are because unfortunately we don't know everybody in this pool so of right. course it'll turn into a name that we can't pronounce and somebody where both of us are going to go who is that right we actually had a guy sign up and just put his first name down that's right and luckily i knew who the idiot was so i called him and he's like yeah i'm an idiot i know who you are jason jason jandron hang on this is our chance to do this i know who you are jason <laughs> so yeah it's just been it's been fun doing this i have a lot of fun and it's uh you know, we try to do a lot of things like this throughout the year. Charlie, thanks to Charlie, doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes here with the tech stuff. And I think this is going to be a lot of fun, especially once we get guys involved. I don't mean to cut you off, but we also did have somebody put their home address instead of their email address yeah, on the I form. So that. I'm going to funny. mail them physically the standings, the standings at some point. Yeah. So, and it's funny. We get it. I mean, there's a lot of you guys that aren't on computers all day. So we just appreciate you guys uh, getting in. And most of all, contributing to that charity. Yeah, for sure. And I, the prizes are still rolling in, so it's going to be a fun year with uh, what we're going to be winning this year. So, oh, another thing I want to share too, as far as you signing up. In years past, Christopher Howell, CEO of the company, he contributes to the pool by. Years past, we've gotten a baseball cap, we've gotten stocking caps. Like this year, we're trying to do a electronic hand warmer to put in your pocket for you in your stand. That also can charge your phone like a power bank. So that's what I'm trying to look into. We're trying to find pricing. So we will all be getting something from 
tweak Garrett on that. So it's pretty exciting, too, that he helps out with that way. No, we know none of you look at your phones while you're in your stands. 100% focus at all times. Right. Awake, alert. So not shouldn't be charging, but at least you can warm your hands with it. <laughs> I think on that note, we can uh, wrap this one up. You got anything else on no, your mind? Not right now. I can't wait to start getting some deer on the board and start talking some hunting here. Hopefully we'll get used to having a conversation with headphones and microphones and all this shit. Yeah, this is definitely just, strange. This is really weird. I don't, I I'm not going to lie. weird looking at you right now. I can't look at you. Uh, yeah, Casey, we need you to come next week and help us out with this. On that note, uh, thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back next week with hopefully, uh, hopefully some stories of some successful opening weekends. Thanks a lot for checking us out. See you next week. See you guys.